This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, and thank you for joining me today here on Quiet Moments. We're going to continue our lesson that we began uh, last week, looking at the love of God. Uh, last time we began by reading John three fourteen through seventeen. Then we talked about how talked about how we could see God's love for man in the Old Testament at creation and in the marriage bond. Today we're going to be looking at how God's love is displayed in Christ. We think about God's love how, and how it's displayed for us in Christ. We have to think about the departure that Christ had to face. God's sacrifice involving Christ includes sending him out of heaven, away from his presence. God had to send him away for us to have a chance to come back to him or to come to him. Christ had to leave heaven before man could have the hope of heaven. And as the Bible records about heaven and the beautifulness of heaven and the peace and the comfort that is found there, in the sense that much more than we can experience here on earth, we have to remember that's what Christ left for us. That's what God uh, caused Christ to leave as well, was a place of, of complete comfort and rest and a place of um, closeness with him. And that happened so that we may have the benefit of the sacrifice that Christ would give on our behalf. We also, as we think about God's love as it's displayed in Christ, we think about the ridicule that Christ faced. Christ was rejected by many and ridiculed by those who were supposedly religiously knowledgeable. These men did not know much about, did not know much of this by uh, by arguing against truth and instead argued for their tradition. They did not know much of the Bible. They did not know much of the truth because they found themselves at odds with Christ. If you look at Mark chapter 7, verses 1 through 6, you find here that the Jews, the Pharisees, and the scribes are all in this confrontation with Christ, this argument with him. They're the ones arguing. And we find here in verse, verses 1 and following that they... Uh, they come to Christ with a a fault. Verse two says, "Now when they had, now when some of them saw when they saw some of his disciples eat bread with defile that is with unwashed hands, they found fault." That's uh, Mark chapter seven there in verse two. Now notice here though that the text points out what the real problem was, and it wasn't that they actually were unclean. Verse three says that the Pharisees and all the Jews did not eat unless they washed their hands in a special way. That's verse three holding the tradition of the elders. And so the real fault they found was that they didn't wash their hands in accordance to the way in which the tradition of the elders had prescribed. It wasn't that they were unclean. They just didn't do it the way they thought they should do it. Well, we don't see that today, do we? Do we upset people today because they don't do things the way we think they should do them, even though it's not wrong or sinful that they don't do it our way? Well, we find here today, find here in Mark chapter 7, that's what they're doing with Christ. We don't want to treat people the way the, uh, the Pharisees treated Christ. But that's what they were doing here in Mark, in Mark chapter 7. They were trying to bind their traditions upon him. We also find God's love displayed in Christ by the teaching of Christ. Upon the beginning of his ministry, Christ taught constantly. We find that in Matthew chapter 4, uh, looking at verse 17. Where the Bible says, from that time Jesus began to preach and to say, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. We also find in verse 23, and Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. Why did he do these things? Because he loves mankind. And finally, we're going to look briefly at God's love displayed in Christ through his sacrifice. Christ endured mental ridicule, 
physical torture, torture by the scourging, and then, of course, on the cross, and but also spiritual trials for the sake of mankind. Christ's reason for enduring such things is because he loves mankind. As we began last week, we see this in John chapter 3, verses 14 through 17. Where the Bible says, And as Moses lifted up the serpent in wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. The who are believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. John three fourteen through 17 So what we see when we think about God's love for man and God's love for man, we see it displayed in Christ. We can look at several more things, but we're going to stop there today for our time. And we think about the love of God. We think about oftentimes a man's love for God, and many times it does fall short, but God's love for man never falls short. We find God's love for man in the Old Testament. We find it in Christ here as we looked at today. And next week we'll look at some more things for us to consider, including how does man reply to God's love. I do thank you for your listening, and hope to see you again next time. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.